Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Quick reminder, tomorrow is when we're taping. The numbers don't lie, a.k.a. Going In Raw, math, the show. And we're going to be taking a look at Scott Steiner. It's part of our Friendo Club TV exclusive. $5 on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Also, if you throw us a Twitch sub or if you click join on YouTube and become a YouTube channel member, uh, we do have a new patron. Nick May signed up yesterday. He's going to check out the numbers. Don't lie. You can vote on what kind of promo between one and ten you think Scott Steiner is what kind of in-ring ability he had, his look, mm-hmm. his legacy, and his kayfabe, how, how how strong he was in the universe of professional wrestling. You could vote on all that stuff right now at yep. patreon.com forward slash Steve Larson. Any interesting insight in the early stages from the survey, Larson? Yeah, uh, people are apparently, uh, they really they really th- think highly of, of Steiner math. And I think that's reflected in his promo score thus far. Wow, yeah. Really um, another other scores, yeah. programming note, especially for our $20 and up patrons. Uh, new episode of Matt Chat. We're shooting it this week. Special guest, Cal Jack. So if you're a $20 and up patron, go to our Patreon. Uh, there's a thread there. You can get your question on there. Uh, looking forward to talking to Cal later on this week. This is the first time the three of us have think so. all been on a show together that I think it wasn't so. just us reacting to pay-per-views. I think so. I think, think that's probably the so case. It's history in the making. It is history in the making. Uh, it's always fun to get Cal's uh, insight into the world of professional wrestling, given that he is a professional wrestler himself. Also, at the Correct. $20, uh, so not only can you ask a question on uh, Matt Chat at the $20 level, you can also get the Friendo Care Package, including the Stephen Larson comic book and a bunch of stickers. Uh, it's a great deal. It's only $20, and you get this great Friendo Care Package. You get like an 8x10 signed by us. Uh, so there you go. Good stuff. We're going to talk about uh, NXT here in a little bit with a pretty big uh, story beat featuring the uh, NXT women's champion mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and her, her her friend, Dakota Kai. Maybe not anymore. Well, 
Former friend. Perhaps. Former friend now because she kicked her in the head. Um, uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about our predictions for tonight's AW's fight for the fallen. Where's that title be- at? Where's that title at? I want to see it. it well, I'm not. I'm not even, I don't even need to get it down because it's staying right where it's at. See right there. I just see something shiny. I'll have to take it's where my fingers it. at. It's right there. You okay, like I said, I just see something shiny there. That's Your right window there. here is so there's small. I just impact, see something shiny. And there's sting face right there. All right. So Very we're well. gonna be doing that a little bit later in the show. But first, we've got a little bit of news. What's going on, Larson? Uh, so first. Of course, everybody's talking about CM Punk. Brian Danielson may be going to AEW. And during a recent interview with the New York Post, Tony Khan was asked about, just pretty directly, have you signed CM Punk and Brian Danielson? And uh, what would it mean for the two of them to go to some place other than WWE, for example, AEW, to which Tony Khan responded, quote, I have no comment on those, but those are good questions, but I can't comment on those. I can't comment on those two guys, but I think there are certainly a lot of exciting rumors right now. See, here's the thing. If he signs them, he can't talk about it or has signed them. He's not going to say yes because that ruins the surprise down the line. If he hasn't signed them, I doubt he would outwardly deny it, although I can see a reason for it. I don't know if he would deny it because saying no comment keeps the the, the chatter in the room mill going, which is good for AEW because people are talking about his promotion. Mm. So regardless... Mm-mm-mm. You're right on the first part, man, but the yeah. second part... Number one, they're totally signed, and he's basically mm-hmm. confirmed it here. Yeah, Number virtually. two, if they weren't signed, he would be going overboard saying, no, we, no, we, you know, we had some discussions, and it fell through. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Because, I know, because you don't want to have the expectation that they could show up. Yes, I know. But, I mean, that, especially that last line. I think there are certainly a lot of exciting rumors right now. What? Yeah, I know. And that weird? It's crazy, right? It's kind of crazy. Yes. Like it seems like it's actually happening. It does seem that way. It's so weird, but it's very exciting, and it's it it spells uh spells good things for the world yes, of pro wrestling. On the horizon for the world of professional wrestling. This next story. Uh, so uh, BodySlam.net is reporting that quote AEW is extremely concerned about the recent surge in COVID cases, possibly disrupting their events for Chicago, New York City, St. Louis, and beyond. Over the last week, discussions have ramped up internally as COVID cases have begun to explode across the country. This has caused AEW to begin conversations about what to do if there is a shutdown up to and including a potential prolonged return to Daly's place in Jacksonville. Once again, uh, Cassidy Haynes continues, I was told that right now their biggest concerns are the status of the upcoming shows in Chicago and New York City. Both cities have been proactive in regards to preventive measures as an attempt to stop the recent surge of new cases. I think it was just announced today, uh, Nevada implemented a mask mandate. Clark County, yeah. Yeah, which will most certainly, I would imagine, still be in effect uh, about four weeks from now when SummerSlam happens. Have no idea what's going to happen with all that. Uh, obviously, it depends on you know people doing what they should be doing, and that's getting vaccinated. Yep. Um, you know, and uh, and not complaining about <laughs> having to having to deal with mass mandates again. If you're not getting vaccinated, I did my part. No, you did your part. Um, and uh, yeah, I you know we have the ability to have, for this to be done, for this to be completely done with. We have we have it. We, we're we're a, a very rich country who has an abundance of vaccinations available for people. And, uh, and yeah, but I'm glad I was really glad that, uh, that Vegas did that. And I think that, uh, or Nevada did that for Clark County, you know? Um, yeah, I, Madison square garden is requiring proof of vaccination for mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the upcoming WWE show. And I think all yep. their shows, um, for all the shows running in Madison square garden wouldn't surprise yeah, yeah, yeah. me. It's supposed to be announced, I think, today or tomorrow. Maybe it's tomorrow that uh, the plan right now is uh, for the federal government to require all federal employees to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you're not gonna, you know, do your part and be vaccinated, you might you might have to miss out on stuff. That I, I see that as being more realistic than businesses just closing down. You know. We got a taste of, of what it's like to have a normal life again. And I don't think people are going to want to regress that much. Yeah, I don't think people are going to want to regress that much. It's just if things get out of control like they did, you know, earlier this year after the holidays, when stuff got really bad or when things first started, when the pandemic first, you know, happened, and things were really bad. It all depends on how, you know, the, 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 the positivity rate 
if we're going from i know here a matter of a few weeks ago it was like eight per a hundred thousand mm-hmm. maybe less than that i don't remember exactly and it, even here it's gone up quite a bit in other parts of the nation which have been harder hit you know if the if the the, the cases per hundred thousand are, are up you know well beyond that I mean, it's going to be a regional thing to a certain extent. It is, yeah, yeah. You know, areas of the, of the nation which are getting hit harder, mm-hmm. they're probably more stringent with mm-hmm. the measures they employ uh, uh, to to counter that, uh, assuming that there's the political willpower to do those things. Yeah, I mean, or the, the political yeah. desire to do those things, which in some parts of the nation it seemingly doesn't exist. Yeah, and I mean, the bottom line is, you know, you can people are gonna people are they're gonna have to make a decision. It's like, do you want? Do you, do you want to get vaccinated and, and return back to normal or are you just going to you know, keep up with this nonsense, you know? And uh, and so, yeah, I think that all companies who run live shows like this, they're all going to have to be concerned about this kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, you hope that um, the the correct measures will be taken, uh, uh, will be put in place uh, so. so that we don't have to revert to the way it was a year ago, which nobody mm-hmm. likes. So mm-hmm. we have the ability, just you know, go and get it done. Yep. Yep. Um, so yeah, be interesting to see what happens with all that, not just in the world of wrestling, but in the world. Anyways, uh, I guess we should start talking about NXT. Sure. Larson. Sure. Uh, biggest thing to come out of last night's episode. Of course, these were pre-taped, so I sort of like got the spoilers. Yeah, there's the two two kind of made, <clears throat> excuse me major developments. Yeah. Yeah, the biggest thing probably. Well, there's two things that are kind of on par, but Samoa Joe is totally cleared, and he's having a match to take over where he's going to win the NXT championship from Karrion Cross uh, this week. He uh, he approached Regal with a three-step process. Yes. Uh, step number one, he resigned from NXT management. Step number two, he was reinstated as NXT superstar. Yes. And step number three, a match has been booked. For yes. the upcoming takeover, Trenta uh, uh him versus Karrion Cross for yes. the NXT Championship. Yes, that is all correct. And also the major development, the thing that's been simmering, brewing for, for many a month, Dakota Kai finally turned on Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, and uh, I'm guessing that will be the, the women's title match takeover between the two of them. Uh, Raquel had a promo permit saying, I've cleared the whole division out. If anybody back there has the wherewithal to try to challenge me, step up. Of course, no one comes out. Dakota Kai says, yeah, as long as I have your back, you'll be champion forever. And then as soon as Raquel turns her back, bang, attacks her. Doesn't have her back anymore. Implication being now that she doesn't have her back anymore. Raquel's not going to be champion anymore. Yeah, I kind of wish that this had happened. I thought it was really well done, but I kind of wish that it would ha- that it had happened at a takeover, not at the CWC, um, because I don't know. I go back and I think that they have the opportunity. I've been saying this for months. They have the opportunity to tell their own version of Champa versus Gargano. I think that it can be to that level. But if you remember, that started at a takeover in such a huge, magnificent fashion, not at a pre-tape show where spoilers were out. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I do think that the CWC crowd is just a different one than the excitement you'd get from being at a takeover where, you know, the crowd is there. They paid a bunch of money for a special event. And so they might appreciate it a little bit more than the same crowd who's there every single week. Well, at least uh, given current circumstances, the the crowd that's going to be their takeover uh, coming up is probably the same crowd that was there for these tapings. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah. yeah, it's not that much of a difference. No, I know, but I'm saying like a takeover crowd that's not at the CWC, like at, at an yes. arena show is what I'm talking yes. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who knows when that's going to happen again, though? I don't know. I don't know. NXT is like, I, I still think that Vince like sort of thinks, uh, Vince right now considers NXT UK to be his top uh, developmental brand, uh, seemingly, because he's like gutting NXT and he's uh, chumping out their champion, or at least wanted to again this week. Um, no cross to be found at the CWC no. Larson. No. So August, we're f- uh, four weeks away. I guess three weeks yeah. now, three more, three more shows away from that. Uh, is cross has to show up at the CWC between now and then, right? I would suspect the thing they had to reshoot is going to air next week. 
Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to happen next week. And then you've got two more weeks. Um, so we'll see if that crowd simmers it. But, the, the, you know, the next time, the time after that is going to be live. So they'll have to, like, rely on the crowd. Cross isn't going to be in front of the crowd. He's going to be backstage the whole time. Any inter- so, okay. interaction between him and Joe is going to be backstage. So Okay, so that's your prediction on that, is that they're sure. not going to wheel him out in front of the crowd so they can uh, uh, taunt or, him with party like, You know, like, by that time, they might think, all right, Cross, you know, he just beat Keith Lee on Monday. He'll probably get another win on Raw upcoming next week. Maybe they think, all right, three weeks passed. They'll Cross chill. losing the Hardy under two minutes. People have moved past it. If he doesn't get a win over, and I don't even know if the timeline will fit because Hardy probably has to quarantine or whatever. Yeah. If he doesn't get a win over Jeff Hardy on Raw before they bring him out in front of a live crowd of the CWC, those chants will happen. If he, Entirely possible. If he, if otherwise, yeah. Man, could you imagine if that was the original plan to job him out to Hardy again? Like they couldn't bring it. him in front of a CWC crowd. They'd have to do yeah, the takeover. The takeover match would have to be like a cinematic in the parking lot or something. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it would have to be. Yeah, kind of a mess. It is a mess. But there was some funny uh, stuff. There was some funny stuff with the Grimes and LA Knight on the golf course. I popped when I saw Grizzled Young Vets out there. I thought that was a, a nice little move. It's it's cute stuff with these two, and it, it's leading to. Uh, a thrown together tag team with Grimes and LA Knight, which I kind of appreciate. I think that'll be fun stuff. Uh, uh, that'll probably last all about a week before Grimes ends up costing his team the match. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, let's see here. Otherwise, yeah, kind of not a whole hell of a lot happened on. I no. mean, we we saw the you know Bronson Reed got beat by Adam Cole. Saw that coming. Because they're really building up this Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly thing as being like their sort of n- away from title A storyline. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Still no Austin Theory with the way, and they're yeah, doing a, a bummer. They're doing a weird match next week, where if Johnny Gargano beats Dexter Loomis, uh, Indy Hartwell has to stop, sort of you know thirsting over the dude. Whereas, yeah, but if if Loomis wins, then. Uh, the way I have to give him a chance. Mm-hmm, yeah, because apparently he wants to be part of the family. Yeah, because he gave Indy a, a, an illustration mm-hmm. of himself essentially in Austin Theory's spot. Yeah, yeah. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, so, yeah, we'll just dive into it. Uh, opened up with Champa and Thatcher versus uh, Pete Dunn, Oni Lorcan. Uh, so the finish here is a good match. I mean, these guys can't put solid, together a yeah. bad match. Yeah. Yeah. The finish saw uh, Champa putting Dunn in a Fujiwara armbar. Oni Lorcan tries to help, but uh, Thatcher from the outside gets him in an ankle lock instead. But then the returning Ridge Holland uh, nails Thatcher. Lorcan obviously gets that hold broken up. Champa takes out Lorcan, but in doing so, Dunn is able to uh, get the bitter end for three. Yeah. Afterwards, Holland pounces Thatcher, then headbutts Champa with the help of Dunn and Lorcan. So Ridge Holland is back. I, I how long has it been since he's been out? Sorry, I mean that'd be close spot, to a year, right? Has it been a year? I think. Jesus, I would have said six months at the most, but his oh, like the nature of those injuries, right? Brutal. They were brutal. rough. That's why I was like, man, this guy's back already. Holy crap! Has it been that uh, long? Nine months. Oh my gosh, he's had a child since then. Wow. Wow. Didn't like both yeah. of it. Did did both of his ankles get busted, or was it just the one? Uh, this is according to Wikipedia. Uh, suffered an ankle dislocation and fracture of his left leg, and a knee dislocation <laughs> and Jeez. patella tendon rupture of his right leg. So essentially, he blew out his. So he's yeah his his right kneecap got dislocated in the process. Blew out his his tendon there, and then he he dislocated his ankle. God damn. 
So he's aligning now with Dunn. Well, it's the, and it's, the, it's the Pat McAfee faction, but it's without Pat McAfee. Right. Wasn't the wait wait a second though. Who what was the situation when he broke that thing? Wasn't it Oni Lorcan? He was Lorcan? part of the he was it was it was it was it was it was done. It was Lorcan, Birch, and Rich Holland, right? Isn't that what it no, was? No, it was Birch. I thought I thought Oni Lorcan was the guy who took out Ridge Holland. Remember he did the the suicide dive. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Was it the British guys? Was it Holland, Dunn, and Birch? And then Lorcan? What was that? <laughs> Somebody in chat will know. Because <laughs> now I was like, wait a second. Isn't Lorcan the guy that took him out? Uh, Birch and Lorcan are wrestling him, but Dunn wasn't with them yet. Oh, they brought Dunn in later? I think they brought Dunn in to essentially replace Rich Holland. That's what Who I did thought. the dive? I swear it was Oni Lorcan with the dive. Anyways. Well, yes, it was Oni with the dive. Sorry. So Holland was wrestling, I think, Dandy Birch. Okay. And then Lorcan took him out. Okay. Holland took out Adam Cole for Pat McAfee. That's right. Okay. And then after Rich Holland got hurt, it was like McAfee was impressed with Burke. Yes, and that's Lorcan right. And brought them in and then Pete Dunn as well. That's what it Right, was. right, right, right. So now Holland is hooking up with his replacement, Pete Dunn, and the yeah, guy, and the guy who took, took him out, out yeah. Oni Lorcan. So we'll yes. see how that all works out. I'm just very nervous whenever I see Ridge Holland do anything with feet or knees now. Yeah. Because that was, uh, that was, God, that was, that ugly. was bad. It was that really was bad. bad. That was a really bad injury. Uh, after that, we had a Carmelo Hayes video package. He had a match later on against Josh Briggs as part of the breakout tournament. Uh, and then Samoa Joe arrives at the CWC. He storms his way into the building and eventually he hits the ring before that. We had a hit row promo uh, talking a lot of trash. About Legado del Fantasma. Yeah, uh, some of a lot of it was in Espanol as well. Mm-hmm. Didn't mm-hmm. catch a lot of this, but uh, they seem to be be B-fab especially seems to be pretty uh, fluent Spanish, as does Top Dalla. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, we had uh, Samoa Joe. He came down. He made an impromptu uh, uh, like craft fair table with a table and a chair or a contract signing table, I guess. And uh, so he sets up his booth there and he says, uh, "Cross." You're too gutless to be in the building. So, Mr. Regal, may you join me in the ring, please? Regal does. And Joe says, listen, Regal, I understand your rage. Regal didn't actually say. Oh, he said words, but he didn't have a mic. Mm-hmm. He was like, listen, I understand your rage. What Cross did was wrong. And tonight, I know you're probably going to fire him. But listen to me. I have a better solution, Regal. I have a way to satisfy our needs in these three easy steps. Number one, I give you my resignation for management. I quit. With this paper and your signature, number two, you reactivate me as active roster here in NXT. Regal signs it. Joe says, step three, you make it official. Cross versus Joe for the NXT title at TakeOver 36. Regal signs. He says a bunch of stuff to Joe, but we don't know what it is because he didn't have a mic on him. And there you go. There's your NXT title They shake hands. They shake hands. It wasn't like Regal was seemingly upset about. They spat in their hands and they (laughs) made the deal. They did the deal. Are we doing that? Is that gonna what we're gonna be doing in Vegas with the Frendo meetup? I'm not be like, hey, Frendo here. <laughs> I'm not spitting my hand. <laughs> That's no way. such a bad idea. <laughs> uh, after that, we had a Josh Briggs video package, and then we had uh, first of I think three little vignettes of L.A. Knight and Cameron Grimes out on the golf course. So it starts off with a shot behind Cameron Grimes using the ball cleaner to 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 clean L.A. Knight's golf balls. However, it's from behind. He's pumping this thing up and down. Like so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put together what it looked like looked like yeah, uh, it's actual. Yeah, uh, and he says he's been cleaning L.A. Knight's golf balls for thirty minutes. Has him check a ball. Knight says it looks fine. So L.A. Knight asks for his driver, and Grimes says, "Well, I'm your driver. What do you need me for?" He's like, "No, golf club." Um, so he finally finds the driver in, in his bag, lines up for a shot. And then right before he's about to take a swing, Grimes says, I bet you $1,000 he hit this ball into the tree. He eventually <laughs> raises it to $5,000. $10,000! And Knight says, I need to concentrate. He takes a shot. Of course, it goes to the tree. Uh, and the Knight blames Cameron Grimes for it. Tells him to go get his ball. L.A. Knight, I mean, the one thing revealed here is that he's a god-awful uh, golfer. He's not a good golfer at all. Well, golf's a very hard game. Um, yeah, but he's L.A. Knight. 
I mean, come on now. Uh, anyways, after this, we had Josh Briggs versus Carmelo Hayes with oh, the wonderful Duke Hudson on commentary doing just a best job. Uh, anyways, uh, this is a fun match. Uh, good stuff. Josh Briggs apparently was the final Evolve champion. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Briggs hits a nasty boot and a choke slam towards the finish, but only gets two for that. Yeah. Uh, Carmelo hits a top rope leg drop to the back of Briggs's head for three in the win. Wildly fun stuff. And then him and uh, Duke Hudson make eyes at each other. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they're and, uh, they did other. reveal the bracket finally. And Duke and Odyssey yeah. Jones are on opposite sides. So they that's figured out. Fun. They figured out the bracket now that we're already in I the know. semifinals. Yeah. Yep. So that's going to be the finals. Uh, next, we got a, a Frankie Monet interview from last week. Uh, she's talking about what plan she has for the Robert Stone branch. She says, well, I could. I could I could merge with it and make it more powerful than ever. I could rebuild it from the ground up. He says maybe uh, myself and Jesse can be partners and go after those tag tiles. Uh, Caden Carter, Casey Kenton Zero walks in. Carter says, "Oh, you think you could walk it in to look for a tag tile shot? It's not that easy. It's not how it works." Casey says, "We're a unit in and out of the ring," and Carter tells them, "Get in the back of the line." And Monet says, uh, "You know, I used to think their spunk was cute." Now they're just super annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had another Grimes LA Knight golf thing uh, where uh, Grimes, <laughs> so LA Knight's, he's like, you know, lining up a shot, and Grimes starts doing the golf voiceover guy on golf broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, LA Knight lining up to his driver to send this one. It's pretty funny stuff. Uh, so uh, the LA Knight ends up shanking it into the drink. Grimes laughs super hard about this. It's $10,000. And Knight says, oh, yeah, you like to swim? He's like, yeah, I can swim. He's like, well, go get the ball in the lake. So uh, he goes down to the lake to pull out the ball. DiBiase rolls up and says, you know, man, guys like L.A. Knight, they're going to try to hang you out to dry. Why are you doing this? Grimes says, I'm a man of my word, Ted. I figured you want me to do this. And DiBiase says, you know what, man? You weren't born to be a butler. You were born to be a champion. Don't lose your pride. The Grimes I know is a fighter. Think about that. Uh, we get a quick Ridge Holland interview. Uh, he's asked, why did you attack uh, Thatcher? He says, none of your business. He says, he's not the first person I've smashed up and won't be the last. And then we have Raquel and Dakota come out uh, for a promo. Uh, Raquel says, last week I crushed Zia Lee. She has dominated every single person who has stepped up to the plate. Who's next? Who's next? And then no one shows up. She says, all I got to say is keep them coming. Uh, Dakota Kai gets on the mic, says Raquel debuted 18 months ago, and she's been unstoppable. She tells people that her best friend, Raquel, is the most dominant woman in NXT history, more dominant than Charlotte, Asuka, Shayna. Uh, Raquel has defeated former champs. She brings up Ember Moon, uh, uh, other names. And everyone put it in front of her path. The list will continue to go on. And she says, you want to know why the NXT women's division is the greatest? It's because of one woman. She didn't say who that woman was. She just yeah. said because of one woman. Yep. She says NXT TakeOver is four weeks away. Who was woman enough to challenge Raquel? Which woman knows in their soul that they have what it takes to beat her? And no one comes out. Yeah. And Dakota says, ah, there is no one. He says, hey, we've been through so much together. So long as I have your back, you will always be champ. And then Dakota Kai holds up Raquel's arm. Uh, Raquel raises the belt. They pose in the ring. Raquel goes and climbs the second turnbuckle, holds the belt up. She gets down, turns around, bang, kick right bang. in the face. Holy crap. Yeah, that was pretty great. Uh, and then she holds up the title herself, and then she leaves. But, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a pretty cool moment. I mean, it, it was telegraphed all to hell, um, you know, all the way she was, all the stuff she was saying. Surprised yeah. Raquel wasn't like, why are you saying these things? Yeah, no. Like, doesn't, I guess Raquel doesn't watch. I guess it's kind of like, like, I don't watch our show. You know, like if you're making side eyes at me, I might know because like I pay attention to the screen that you're on. But yeah. like, you know, it's always off to the side. Like nobody went up to Raquel's like, hey, have you ever noticed whenever anybody talks about like title stuff like Dakota Kai, like stares at your title a lot? Yeah, she's fine. She's yeah. fine. I think she said in an interview. I think it was Denise Salcedo. She had an interview with Raquel Gonzalez. And she was asked about this, and she was like, all Dakota Kai has to do is ask. Yeah. How apropos. And then, you know, she didn't really ask. She put a boot to her face. Booted in the face, yes. Yeah, after that, we had an Adam Cole Bebe promo. He says, everyone is trying to attach their names to me. Kyle screamed my name last week like a madman. 
Bronson was in an interview. He said, I'd be his rebound. I'm the top of the mountain. I'm no man's rebound. You're going to fall from that mountain, Bronson. You weren't good enough to keep your North American title tonight. Your 14-year journey means nothing because it'll have a sad chapter written by Adam Colbebe. Uh, this next bit was pretty great. So Io Shirai's training in the ring. Zoe Stark steps in, you know, says to her, you don't have to train by yourself. We're tag champs. We should be tra- uh, training together to build a relationship. And Io says, like friends? And Zoe goes, yes. And Io sp- says, no thanks. No thanks. Uh, Zoe says, all right, not friends. A partnership. Let's hang out. Let's get on the same page. Neo just says, I respect you, but I don't like you. And Zoe says, yet. Let's hang out. Come on. Trust me. And Neo says, okay, fine. Why do you think Io Shirai doesn't like Zoe Stark? She seems like a lovely person. I don't think it's a situation where Io doesn't like Zoe. I don't think, I think it's Io uh, has... Uh, problems trusting people. Oh, I think that's what it is. Okay. So right. I believe that's what Candace said. All right. Well, she keeps on saying, I don't like you. That's kind of a rude thing to say. Anyways, uh, after that, uh, Mandy Rose uh, apparently found Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. And she's like, there's nobody else to be in a faction with me. So <laughs> you and you jobbers come over here. I guess we're in a faction now because for some reason they put me back on NXT and, like, I can't take naps on commentary table right now because they're doing commentary. It didn't work out for me last week. So, yeah. like, uh, what's your name? JC Jane? Yeah. Were you? Gigi Dolan? I guess we're a faction now because I have nobody else because they gutted NXT's women's division. They did. They did. Uh, uh, then we got uh, Caden Carter and Casey Kent Zero versus Frankie Monet and Jesse Kamea. This is a pretty quick match. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, towards the end, Frankie has the advantage. She's hitting Caden uh, uh, Carter with some ground and pound. She takes a moment to talk some trash, celebrate a little bit. And then Robert Stone gets on the apron and like throws a shoe at Frankie. Well, I thought get it was his wallet. Wasn't it his wallet? I thought it was a shoe because okay. later on he only had one shoe on. Oh, it must have been that. You're, you might be right about that. I just, he was carrying like that little purse wallet thing, and I thought that's oh, what he threw it. Or, maybe, but maybe, you're, it maybe you're right. Later. I, th- I assume it was a shoe because he's thrown shoes before. Yeah, he has. Totally, yeah. Um, and then he said, he's telling uh, uh, Frankie to finish. Yeah, the finisher, finish the match. Use your finish, and 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 Frankie says, "What are you doing here? Why are you even out here?" Yeah, turns around, she gets kicked in the head, uh, and then uh, Carter and Casey hit their finish to get the win. Yeah, God, their finish is so beautiful too. It's so Pretty great. Cool. Yeah, it's good finish. They definitely some some issues with personnel there in the Frankie Monet. Yep. Uh, outfit, whatever they're called. I don't know. She still hasn't decided if she's going to merge with them or. I'm Just guessing after this, over. it's going to be it's going to be a full rebuild. It's going to be yeah, exactly yeah. After that, we had a Diamond Mind interview. Malcolm Bivens is so great; he's hilarious. Yeah, he so uh, this is a sit down interview with Wade Barrett, and uh, Roderick Strong is asked, "Hey, how did you and Bivens you know hook up?" And uh, Strong says, "You know, all the drama in the Undisputed Era was something I couldn't break through. Bivens called me, reminded me what I am." And Bivens says, "You know, Roderick Strong, Mister Rod- <laughs> Roderick Strong is not a number four. He's not a number three. He's not a number two. He's a number one. He says, who would have thought uh, Bivens could get strong back to NXT when Regal, even Regal couldn't do that. And then uh, they're asked about a potential money matchup with Bobby Fish. And uh, Bivens says, whomever said money can't buy happiness is a liar and probably broke. Strong versus Fish in NXT. That's your big money match. And Strong says, next week, Bob Fish, when I finish you, this is over. So like, strong words from Roderick Strong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We get a quick shot at Dakota Kai. She's walking out of the CWC. She's asked by cameraman, uh, can you explain your actions? No comment. She doesn't answer. She just walks on out. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Uh, Then we get Imperium versus Hit Row. Uh, Fun match. Uh, Legato came out towards the end. Uh, You had uh, uh, Raul Mendoza. Uh, Joaquin Wild, and they come out and then uh, they push Swerve into the ring post. So Top Dollar comes off the apron, runs and trucks through them. He starts walking up the ramp towards Santos. Meanwhile, Imperium back in the ring is hitting their finish on Ashanti for the win. And then Top Dollar goes back in the ring. Legato attacks him. He fends them off. Santos hits him with a missile drop kick off the top. Uh, and then uh, eventually Swerve makes the save with the chair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. I was kind of thinking that Imperium might lose this because they're really pushing during a commentary that Walter's going to be in NXT soon. Mm. And given all the messages that Hologram Walter has given to Imperium about getting their act together. Like they felt kind of w- was wondering if they're going to, you know, lay the groundwork for an Imperium breakup. Ooh, yeah, maybe. I, don't but know. I really don't feel like they're been booked as like an actual unit for. No, they time. haven't. They have not. They kicked out one of their guys. They have hologram Walter barking orders at them. Mm. They lost to Breezango. Yeah. On the way on, yeah. on Breezango's way out. Yeah. Uh, didn't they pick? Have they picked up a win since then, or is this their first win since then? Is this their first match since? Might then? be the first one since. I then. forget. Anyways, so the way is backstage. They're talking about Austin being gone. They're kind of bickering over whose fault it is that Austin's gone. And then one of the production assistants brings Indy a present, and it's a drawing. We mentioned this at the show. It's a drawing that Dexter Loomis made of him having taken Austin Theory's place in the way, and Indy's very happy about it. She's like, "Wow, this is great. You guys need to give him a chance." And they're like, "No." And so Indy suggests a Johnny Gargano versus Dexter Loomis match to give Dexter a chance in the family. And Candace says, okay, fine. You want that? That's fine. But if John wins, Indy John. has to stop all this Dexter Loomis nonsense. So that's going to happen, I guess, next week. Next week, yep. Uh, then we have uh, Grizzled Young Veterans. They're waiting on L.A. Knight to take his shot on the the uh, on the the golf course. This is a welcome Wondering surprise. What the holdup is, and then Knight says, "I thought the standards here were higher at this <laughs> course, but guess not. They let grizzled and veterans in." Uh, uh, Gibson tells him to watch his tone. Just hit your ball into the pond again, so the MVPs can play through <laughs> the MVPs of the golf course. And so uh, Grimes brings up the the bet, and he say, like, "Oh, how about I propose a side putt?" The next person to sink the ball in that hole over there doubles that 10,000. Knight says, yeah, we'll take it, even though he's terrible at golf. So Knight, of course, shanks it in the water. And uh, Grimes takes out his golden ball, puts it down. While L.A. Knight and Grizzled Young Veterans are kind of like, you know, jawing at each other. Mm -hmm. Grimes swings back, whacks uh, L.A. Knight in the balls. And then after he hits it, he whacks him in the head. The but he hits the 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 hole in one, uh, turns around and assumes it was grizzled young veterans that attacked Knight, and so he goes after them. La Knight's going after them. He throws the golf uh, the 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 
driver. The driver, thank you with them as they drive off in their golf cart. It's pretty funny stuff, so we'll probably get a match between those guys. Uh, I would expect next week, if not the week after. Uh, then we got our main event, Bronson Reed versus Adam Cole, baby. Uh, Cole escapes superplex. He's going for a sunset flip powerbomb. Reed blocks that. Cole super kicks Reed's leg. Pretty much works the leg over for the duration of the match. Um, towards the end, Cole hits a shining wizard, gets a two, follows with a pump kick, then another one, tries for a super kick. Reed catches it. So Reed drives Cole back in the corner with a bunch of strikes, and the rest counting. He's like, hey, don't get DQ'd. So as he's getting the five, Reed steps back. Uh, this allows Cole to kick him in the knee. Follows with the Panama Sunrise that gets him a two. Uh, he's set up for a last shot. Uh, Reed hits him with the clothesline. Follows with the powerbomb. Goes up top for the splash. Misses. And then Cole hits the super kick. Last shot for the win. O'Reilly comes out. Attacks Adam Cole at the chair. Shoves the top uh, half of the ring steps off. Hits Cole with the brain buster on the bottom half. So I guess now it's killer Kyle. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So he just needed that one match against... He needed to lose yeah. after he won to realize he just needed to do the things he did what he won as opposed to not do those things. And right. He went again. But instead of being like, oh, we were friends back then and I was winning. Now we're still going to not be friends, but I'm going to do the things that I was talking shit to you about. Yeah, so I was I left Undisputed Era to save my soul, but I have to sell my soul yeah. just to beat you, and thus, in a way, proving you correct, Adam Cole. Adam Cole should just be like, why, did, why didn't you just say you wanted to be a solo guy? You could have done that. We could have avoided this entire thing. I know. You know. Anyways, let's go ahead and answer some questions, why don't we? No, you, let's do our predictions first. Let's do predictions. Oh, that's right, yeah. So we got to, sorry, I'm looking at my notes. Um, we've got AW. Fight for the Fallen tonight. This is going to be a good one, man. Look at this lineup here. It's, oh, it's boy. It's a pretty stacked card, man. This is a stacked card right here. All right. Uh, you have Enforcer's picks right there? I do. What I does do. Enforcer think about the Santana Ortiz versus FTR match, man? Because this is a head scratcher to me. Uh, he agrees with me on the winner. We both have FTR. Uh, he's got four confidence points. Oh, wow. I have one. Yeah. Um, it is a toss-up. However, I feel this is in North Carolina, home of FTR. Uh, they'll they'll have Tully get involved, you know, to get that old school NWA Mid Atlantic wrestling type vibe going. Uh, FTR gets the win. Uh, so here's the situation with this. On one hand, uh, Fatur put hands on Conan. Santana Ortiz did not. Uh, they Tully. also they, they didn't put hands on Tully. Yes. On Tully, yeah. Yes. On the other hand, uh, I'm sorry, on that same hand, Fatur also came out on top of that six-man match they had a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They don't do a whole lot of series in AEW, but this is totally going to be a series. It is. Tony Khan rewards people in their hometown as opposed to Vince McMahon. And they are two hours away from Asheville where both Fatar is from. So I, I as much as I wanted to be LAX, it's going to be Fatar. They're going to win this thing. I got yeah. one confidence point because some of the math doesn't add up, but they're going to be at Arthur Ashe in New York. Exactly. Where About two months and that's proud and powerful. Ortiz will get their win. Yes. They might do this as like a three match thing. Like they might do a street fight at all out where mm-hmm. LAX could pick up that win and then they can win the rubber match as well. They'll go like two straight. Yeah. And maybe make it like a number one contender thing. So there's stakes for the third match, you know, but these are clearly two very special teams. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there was a report from Fightful. It said Tony Khan had been planning this out since like May or whatever. So yeah. clearly this is a situation where, uh, FTR, they've already had a tag title run. LAX had a tag title shot back in February. Um, and they're not even in the top five ranked teams, LAX. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be – I got I got Fatur with one. All right. Next, uh, this should be a, a, a heck of a bout. No DQ, no rules. No rules in this match. Chris no law. Jericho versus uh, Nick Gage. Who do you got, Steve? Uh, dude, the pain maker. The guy where he has a fedora, he's got the makeup on, he's got yeah. spikes on his jacket, all, yeah. and he's got the Judas effect. But he which, doesn't have a pizza cutter. <laughs> well, as you've said in the past many times, pizza cutter's really not even that sharp. No, it's not. It's not at all. 
It's not at all. How many confidence points do you have on, on Jerrica? Cinco, five. Wow, okay. It's only the second labor. He's not going to lose this. No, he's not going to lose. He's not. I have Jericho. I have three. It could easily be five or six. Um, uh, but yeah, Jericho's not losing. Uh, Enforcer has Jericho, but he's saying Matt Cardona is going to show up and interfere. Uh, it's got one confidence point on Jericho winning. One? One? Wow, That's Enforcer. That's what he's got. All right, I like it. Uh, next. Christian Cage, Jurassic Express, I believe it's going to be Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus taking on Hardy Family Office members Angelico and Private Party. Uh, Enforcer has got uh, Cage and Jurassic Express uh, two confidence points. That's what I got as well. Who do you got, Steve? There's two confidence points on Jurassic, Jurassic Express. I think there's the, there's the tiny possibility that this whole thing where Jungle Boy isn't happy with Christian Cage riding around on his dinosaur uh, might blow up, but I don't think it's going to happen. Not, 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 not now. It's gonna, it's gonna. They're gonna build to that moment. Uh, next, Thunderosa taking on Julia Hart. Uh, who do you have, Steve? This should be a dark elevation match. Uh, Thunderosa with six confidence points. We're in all complete agreement on that one. Lance Archer versus Hikaleo. Uh, Enforcer has. Oh shoot! I didn't copy that one over. One moment, please. I have uh, Archer five. He's totally winning this. So I have three confidence points on Archer. There's just a couple extenuating circumstances. I find it very difficult to believe that Archer is going to lose one week after he gets it. But it also, Hikaleo's doing a lot of work on Strong right now. Apparently, he's doing very good work on Strong right now. Yeah. It also wouldn't shock me if we saw, and I, I was looking at his social media to try to get a, 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 a try to figure out if he was in, if he was possibly in town. Wouldn't shock me if we saw Kenta tonight to maybe set up a resurgence match with uh, with Archer because uh, that's coming up next. That's coming up in a couple weeks. Fourteenth, yeah. And because Kenta's been using that. <laughs> that U.S. Championship briefcase, the attaché case, uh, still, even though he lost that or he lost his opportunity for that. So, um, yeah, it wouldn't shock me if we saw Kenta show up in some way, shape, or form. But that's why I only have three on Archer because it's New Japan's title. They can kind of maybe do what they want, but I feel like if that title is going to change hands, it's going to be a resurgence. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, what I assume would be the main event Super Elite versus Hangman Page and Dark Order. Uh, who do you have, Steve? Oh, it's the Dark Order. I don't. I mean, there's this is the path towards the getting that huge, huge Hangman win it all out, yep. and the Dark Order getting their uh, their tag team titles. And you're gonna send the you're gonna send the people home super happy. Yeah, super yeah. happy. Oh, do you think there's gonna be any? Uh, is Kenny gonna have any face heat? For claiming that, for for all the not claiming from that he's from, but all the North Carolina connections, uh, I don't know. He I should don't, I don't run know. them down on the mic beforehand. I know you know, all this time I've had Justin Roberts use North Carolina in my intro, but now that I'm here, I realize you people suck, <laughs> suck my butthole. <laughs> he loves going just one step over with the sexual innuendo. So you have four confidence points on that, correct? Yep. Same, and then uh, Enforcer has five on Page and Dark Order, so we're, we're in complete agreement with our picks. So barring an upset, nothing's going to change. Uh, you would need like what Jericho to lose, yeah, which isn't happening, obviously. And you would need Archer to lose. Hey, look, man, seems look, like a stretch. Look, I didn't think Desperado was going to lose. Yeah, I didn't think that either. You know, so anything can happen. Any anything can happen, dude. Anything can happen. You're content to win on a on a tie. I understand. No, that. I'm look. I'm saying, I'm saying, uh, stranger things have happened. You know that's why we do confidence points. If the confidence points are a little bit different, then things can change. Things can change. Anyways, it's probably not going to happen here though. Anyways, I want to answer some questions. You'll have another, another opportunity. They'll do some branded show in August. You, you have your chance then. Uh, Jorge D says, so we know the next logical adventure of LA Knight and Cameron Grimes is for LA Knight to use Grimes as his wingman for a night out on the town. Where do they go and how successful will Grimes be as a wingman? I'm not that familiar with the Orlando area. Only been there that one time. Um, maybe there's a Fridays. I don't know if there's still a Fridays anywhere. Anywhere. Uh -huh. 
but if, imagine this there's a tgi fridays that's la Knight's favorite place to go grab a drink and uh yeah and grimes predictably is pretty terrible wingman at the orlando airport there's a tgi fridays perfect and there's also one oh there's one on international drive don't know where that's at it's in orlando well i, I gathered that <laughs> why would you know where it's at you're not you're not from orlando dude not i've only been there once yeah uh let's see here uh blake whitehouse this pertains to our earlier story with the cdc guidelines saying to wear masks and social distance again do you think we'll be back in the thunderdome era soon no nah, man they'll run everything in uh there was some article on cnn today about uh uh, uh one of the states having a pretty you know because everybody's vaccinated they're doing pretty good mm. there so they'll just run They'll just run some other venue where they can have people. Yeah, and you know, people are masked up. That helps somewhat if they actually enforce mask mandates in arenas. Vermont. They'll run out of Vermont. Apparently, they've been doing pretty good with the uh, with all that all right. stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, night by night, what NXT superstar would you ask to join you for a chill Saturday morning of perusing local garage sales? Oh man, when's the last time you did that? I that's love never doing really been, that. That's never really been my thing. May I ask why? I mean, I already got too much stuff. <laughs> you need to have a garage sale. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Not go peruse them. Yeah. Uh, I love garage sales. I haven't been perusing in a long time, but I always get excited when I walk by one and you know, look at all the shit that I don't want or need or have any use for or smells weird. But still, it's very exciting. Uh, Baron, Baron Corbin. You know, NXT, he, gotta be an NXT superstar, not former NXT superstar. Uh, it would be Cameron oh, Grimes. I got it. It's Kyle O'Reilly. He's looking for new T-shirts to add to his collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Uh, White Brownie. Depending on if EO gets called up at Takeover, do you see both e- both EO and Zoe retaining or dropping the titles? They'll hold on to them. I don't think EO's getting called up anytime soon. If 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 uh, if she had if she was going to be called up, they probably wouldn't have put the tag titles on her. Yeah, I feel in, like in this Zoe. whole like me thing is going to be related to winning tag titles. Like trusting mm-hmm. and winning me is going to be. Uh, let's see here. Anthony R. Should WWE main event start advertising and keep introducing more NXT talent? Should this be the bridge from NXT, the main roster that can display talent for both shows? Unless they stop making it like a 75% recap show, no. Yeah, I mean, no one if, watches main event, so. If they want to rebrand it as something that's, like, cool to watch, there's that possibility, I guess. But, like, they, they, they need to do a lot more than just have a couple mm-hmm. of cool Ricochet matches to make that a watchable show. Yep. Much less a much watch, must-watch show. Right, yeah. Uh, Dan Daniels III, fantasy book, The Rest of Jericho's Labor. So starts off with spears in a chair. Going right to Nick Gage with the second labor is pretty huge. Yeah, that's 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 big time. Um, so let's see. The, assuming there's a labor per week, we pull up the date here. So then we'd have the final labor be on the 18th of August, assuming it's a weekly thing, which mm-hmm. is about two and a half weeks before All Out. Can one of the labors be at that Elk Grove show that you, me, and Dope were thinking about going to? In the middle I mean, of I don't like... know why it would be, but I suppose it could. <laughs> Beer included with your ticket. And then you, get on, and then you look at the address and it's just like an, op- an empty field. It's just a field. <laughs> just a field. We need to check that out one day. So is there... You have Gage as a second labor, which I feel like Unless they're really going to up the stakes with yeah. the three final labors. How do you up those like, stakes? Well, it's got to be against like two people instead of just one. It's against, what were their names? Drew Taylor and Alex Colon. Oh, the, was that his name? Yeah, yeah. The other, the, the two. The two uh, deathmatch guys. Yeah. In, in, in GCW. So that's the next one. Okay. Then, well, Jericho. See, I don't know how. Like GCW. They're probably cool with with Gage doing the job to Jericho in like a hard fought match, but oh, I don't know if they're gonna be it. like they'll do it. 
what yeah. next is going to be uh, four four zero. Oh, all four of those guys or five of those guys take it on Jericho the fourth week and all <laughs> five good. of them losing. Yeah, it's the fourth labor. It's the four fourth labor. <laughs> and it is the fifth one Brett Lauderdale himself going out there and trying to do, <laughs> no. fight for the honor of GCW. The fifth one is an FMWE match. <laughs> oh my gosh, you got to beat it out there. <laughs> it's him versus all of four four zero. Oh. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Atticus Kogar versus Chris Jericho. Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> the fourth labor is four four zero. Let's see here. Uh, Moses supposes. You think Dexter ends up joining the way? I can't spoil that because I've seen what happens. So no. I'm not going to talk about that. I can't. I can't. I can't talk about it if I didn't know about the spoiler. Uh, uh, Shane's birthday tweets. Who would have? Who would you have Bivens manage on Raw or SmackDown? Oh man, I, I it'd be a disaster from the start. But how would you not have a manage Riddle and Orton as the tag team champions? That'd be amazing. That'd be imagine, great. Imagine if he expanded Diamond Mind the main roster. And bought out Alpha Academy. Oh, that's good. That's really good. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Alex Foster, this is a great question. Since Regal didn't read any of the fine print in the contracts, that dude just was putting his autograph on everything. Yeah. Yeah. What legal loopholes or benefits do you think Samoa Joe could have added? Did he have a writer in that contract? Yeah. Only sure green I'd... M&M's Regal. Could have been a no DQ thing. We wa- we st- I started rewatching uh, Succession last oh, night. Awesome in anticipation of the third season coming up this wait. fall. I can't wait. And there wasn't that, that first or second episode where Logan Roy goes up to Kendall, here, sign this. I need you to sign this. It's nothing. It's just about the trust. Not a huge deal. Oh, man. Yeah. He signs it. Yeah. Man. Because my dad told me to. Because my dad told me to. Such a good show. Roman, when you laugh, can it be in a normal fucking volume? <laughs> <laughs> You're not a fucking hyena. <laughs> Uh, DKC returns, says, I'll be repping Fun Wrestling. Awesome. Tonight at the AEW show. Also taking the girlfriend who barely gets wrestling. I'm curious to see if AEW appeals at all to her. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Uh, Let's see here. Sleazy Mo. If Walter, oh, wow. If Walter all of a sudden got really jacked and lean like Pete Dunne, would that make him more or less intimidating? It'd be more... A jacked Walter is terrible. Well, here's the thing: if it's if it's because Pete Dunn, I feel like isn't necessarily any more jacked than he used to be. He's, he's more cut. Yeah, he's, more he's cut. cut. Like yeah. Marcel Bartel, I don't think he's necessarily more jacked. He's cut. He's cut. Now, if Walter got jacked, yes, sorry, jacked and cut, yes, scary. But if he just got cut, leaned up a bit, I don't know. I no, I agree with that. Yeah, what if he showed up? He looked like fucking Ryback. <laughs> That's terrifying, right? Well, here's the thing. It'd be terrifying so long as he could still perform like Walter can, could perform. That's the thing. As long like as he shows up all jacked yeah. and like moves at half the, 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 the pace we're used to seeing. Like, okay, well, yeah, he's slow now. Not a huge deal. Yeah. As long as he does the powerbomb balancing pin combo. Yeah, yeah. Puts all the body weight on the cover. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah. Uh, Maggie here says, Larson, if you have vintage band posters, I'll purchase, lol. I actually have a couple. I have like an old Pearl Jam poster and an old Radiohead one in my garage. Oh, nice. I think I might have cool. a Jeff Tweedy one too. Put them up on that wall you got there, man. It's my bedroom, man. I'm not going to put that stuff in here. Why not? Take because her to, a, to take sh- take her to a nice steak meal, dude. <laughs> Butter up a little bit and then get some posters on your wall. Yeah, you gotta play the game. Uh, fear and loathe and besides checking out garage sales what would you do on a Saturday afternoon hanging out with the Wade Barrett variant Duke Hudson Steve I'll, I'll, I'll give the floor to you to answer this question oh wait if I'm doing what now if I'm hanging if out if you're with Duke checking Hudson? out garage sales and spending a, a, a quiet uh, afternoon Saturday afternoon with Duke Hudson say hey Duke you want to go in my backyard and tan <laughs> here's some tanning oil man rub me down <laughs> I'm really, I'm really looking to get these inner thighs tanned, there, Duke. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, oh man! Yeah, uh, I take him to, I take him to a Brookfield's. There <laughs> to you a, go. To a nice restaurant like Brookfield's. 
to a nice restaurant like Brookfield. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, that's going to do it for us. Twitch chat, stick around. Until uh, next time. Yeah, we got our AEW thing tonight, so come hang out. Watch yes. me uh, watch me win via tie here. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.